Podcast. This is the Blockade Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Freebus, a.k.a. Shut Your Trap. Joining me as always, halfway across the world, Jared Morgan. Hello, folks. Howdy, howdy, howdy. howdy. Oh, what a bonus. How you going? <laughs> so, uh, all your Australians bunched into the first half of the show. So there you go. No more of that. <laughs> Some jackaroo? Mm-hmm. No. Um, so, uh, I don't know what that is. You don't know what Jack? <laughs> isn't that isn't that what the the the, the crazy Australian uh, slang talkers they speak Jackaroo? Isn't that what it is? No, am I off my rocker? <laughs> Apparently, I'm off I my rocker. I think it's Stone the Flaming Crows. I think Chris has uh, had a connection. <laughs> so, as you know, folks, last week um, was not able to do a podcast because I completely lost my voice after a uh, a shift telling people to smile. Uh, that lasted eight hours in the hot blazing sun with wind. So it just kind of killed my throat. And I'm still recovering, but uh, good enough that we can actually go ahead and do this podcast. So there you go. Mm. It's it's gravelly and raspy and um, and uh, that, that late night, that late night sort of flavor. Right? That, isn't that what makes for a good radio voice? No. Isn't apparently so. <laughs> I know it's like... Y- I'll, I'll be listening to songs on the radio in the, you know, in the car and trying to sing along, and it's just like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Sounding like one of those raspy voice singers. I forget which ones they are. It's off my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the kind of singers that I don't usually listen to. Um, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I've been a, uh, I've been a busy little boy here. Um, I'm on my eighth day in a row of working and I've still got two more to go before I finally get a day off. Two two more. Wow. Two more. And um, I did... So this is a combination of working at Disney and then working on film sets. And the three times I went in on film sets this past week, every single one of them was 14 to 15 hour days. So 45 hours over worked over the course of three days. That'll, that's uh, a lot. That'll that do is, it to you. That is non-trivial. Yeah, that's that's a lot there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm, I've, I've been like basically coming home, going to sleep, waking up, going to work. If I try and watch TV, then I fall asleep watching TV. You know, the good stuff. Probably not, not surprising, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a busy time. It's been pretty busy for me, too. I've uh, I've managed to get through a month of my new job, which is pretty good. Um, and it's going really well and, uh, I've already started writing docs and publishing docs, which is pretty good. Took, took a fair while to do that, um, in the, uh, in the other jobs. So it's good to get like a few runs on the board, if you will. Uh, and I've been hacking away a bit on the pinball, but we could probably go into that later if you want to sidebar that. Sidebar. Yeah. Mm. I just, I just realized I wasn't doing my, uh. This is how tired I am. I realized that I wasn't doing my duty of actually pushing the button to make you come up on camera. <laughs> yeah, essentially your fidget, your fidget spinner um, that you you now use as the little uh, switcher. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, boy, this video is really boring. <laughs> it's just a disembodied voice, basically. Uh, <laughs> it's it's yeah. just me staring at the screen, you know. But I've got a picture of you up on my screen, so I didn't understand what the problem was. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. Is it a problem? <laughs> That's a big question. <laughs> <laughs> Would the viewers rather just have no image at all? <laughs> That's right. Um, 
so you did you've done well you know what tell you what why don't we dive because we know what we're going to talk about and it's going to take the majority of the show uh mm. but let's talk about your uh your machine and what you've been doing so yeah i got to the point where i'd sort of called it done on the cabinet work any other sort of minor touch-ups with paint and stuff i can do afterwards i was just a bit over doing cabinet work so i thought oh it's time to get into fun bit which is like playfield stuff so uh i decided to uh start picking away at some of the the layers and i say layers plural because there's more than one of uh the the mylar that's been put down on this play field over the years well you know so, when one layer of mylar starts to go bad you just slap another layer of mylar on top of it and all is well yeah you do and you don't bother cleaning the 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 layer underneath before you actually slap nah, it the dirt adds it. character yeah that's right exactly right and also it adds adherence for the the uh, layer of contact <laughs> you're putting on the top as well it's perfect yeah so anyhow, um, I depopulated the playfield on the top and uh, and got to the point where I kept the side rails on. You know the actual bits of wood that you see on on the playfield that like essentially keep the 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 uh, the playfield from warping. Oh, okay, I kept yeah. Those on for the time yeah. being. Um, I took those off in Star Race a while back, and I will get there eventually. But I just keep them on for the time being while I'm sort of doing the sanding and work just to sort of stop the thing from warping. Um, so I started chipping away at this thing, and there was a good. There was definitely two layers down here. The original factory mylar, which behaves very differently when you actually try and remove it to the the terrible book contact that they put on the top over in Africa. Uh, <laughs> was the, was the, the Africa stuff just like shelf paper? <laughs> it's it's like um it's just book covering, like generic book covering. It's not mylar at all. It's not proper hard top mylar. It's just this like stuff you put on your books, right? Okay. Um, and because of that reason. Um, it's it's very sticky and it's also very um, very fragile, so it's quite brittle when you remove it. Um, so I got down to to basically the playfield surface after a lot of a lot of disgusting glue all over my fingers, and I worked out a little bit of a trick when I was doing it on Star Race. Um, I was having trouble working out. Um, when you dissolve the glue with um, isopropyl alcohol, which is my technique, um, what you find is it gets to the point where it's hard to work out whether you're, you're taking off um, glue or whether you're taking off the old um, uh, varnish that's on the play field. Because once you start taking off the varnish, you're getting down to the ink layer. Oh, and right. That's where you can, right. We can take bark off the play field pretty quickly. Um, so I worked out a bit of a, uh, just by accident, um, I thought, well, is there another way to get the sticky stuff off? And I thought, well, maybe if I just give the playfield a sand, um, I can actually see what's like smooth and what isn't. And it turned out to be a pretty good strategy because the the old um, uh, adhesive slash um, uh, shellac or whatever they put on the playfield, when you hit it with isopropyl alcohol, it goes a little bit sticky as well. So if you put like a 1,000 grit sandpaper over the top, which you're not going to remove very much with 1,000 grit, you basically just sand over the top of the play field and it looks for the high spots, the sticky spots, and then you can go and just focus on those areas only, just getting rid of, get, getting them down to glue and then give them a little buff up again, then work out where the high spots are and keep them going. And it's a, it's a really safe way of actually getting off all that crud off the play field. Um, I've had... 
except when you dig into the play field with your scalpel and it takes a little bit of bark off, which I've done a couple of times. But <laughs> Oops. That's all, well, it's all part of the experience. It's, it's fine. Um, it's really the only way I've been able to get this stuff off reliably um, off these play fields because I've, all the other techniques like use flour and isopropyl alcohol doesn't work. Um, and I think if I'm going to clear coat these with a brand new clear coat system anyhow, it probably is a good idea for me to get the horrible old varnish off uh, anyhow, at least have a relatively flat sort of play field to work with first, or at least a, a play field without any sort of imperfections or weird stuff on it. So that's kind of what I've been doing over the last two or three days, and it's nearly done, I think. Um, so I've, I've made some progress, and that's all you need to do when you're doing these jobs. You just need to chip away and make some progress on it each day or each week and you'll yeah, I, should, I should take that advice sometime <laughs> yeah great in your infinite spare time that you now no longer have yeah <laughs> well see that's just it see now that i don't have spare time i'll value the spare time and maybe actually go you know what i should do with it no i'm not gonna do that <laughs> no, no. <laughs> instead i'm gonna be like what movies haven't i watched <laughs> um, yeah, exactly right. or what bed haven't i slept in yeah right yeah <laughs> something yeah. of that nature um yeah it's, it's kind of funny the uh you know i go from having had all the time in the world to mess around with uh pinball and especially with the digital stuff um to all of a sudden like i literally forgot like i played creature and zen on steam but i forgot about the app <laughs> and I didn't even look at it until yesterday. And I went, oh, crap, they got those the limited timed event, and it's ending in two days. I'm going to miss out on earning table parts for, uh, in this case, it was Monster Bash. Um, yeah. but the like, problem with that, of course, though, is that like you get one shot a day, and if you want to unlock it again, it's like eight tokens. No, you don't get one shot a day. You got, uh, it was every six hours, six or eight hours that it uh, regenerated. Probably eight hours, oh, and really? uh, it would took six coins to start it up again. Yeah, to reset it if you don't want to wait. Right, yeah. which is not a good bargain, folks. That's not no, that's they don't 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 spend those six tokens. That's a poor deal, very poor deal. Yeah, I I did actually spend six tokens because I have six hundred. <laughs> Uh, yeah. um, but I spent them just to see because I, I, I think I was going to I wanted to make sure that I got at least level one unlocked and uh, I wanted to guarantee that I was going to get the parts for it um, so I went ahead and did that just so I could come in under the wire and, and get my get my, my, my parts going yeah yeah um, I think I'm still a few parts short on mine um, but uh I don't really play the the mobile app religiously. It's, let's I, I... let's actually talk about the mobile app, shall we? <laughs> yeah, because let's do that. Because I've had some uh, interesting comments recently. Once again, it seems like people don't listen to us, <laughs> or they they've forgotten all the things that happened. Now I know it's been five months. I understand. It has, it's fair bit of water under the bridge since then, so it's understandable. Yes, I I, I get that. But basically what it is is all the comments about how much uh, the mobile app is a dumpster fire. Yes, I was reading that again. Um, 
people forgot that nothing nothing changed. Literally nothing changed between the last release and this release. But uh, apparently in everybody's minds that are, you know, this is bugging them. Uh, no, it, I can't believe this is, this is now your, I hate the old lap. And it's just like nonstop complaining of that nature. So, yeah, there's a fair bit of that going on. So let's be clear here, folks. The last time we had, so volume four, Zen offered you to be able to purchase the tables and unlock them at two stars. It was not a full unlock. The full unlock only happened for volume one, which was volume ones and two, and volume three. And volume three... It was like a super special one-time offer, four-star deal. It was like... Well, and I think with volume three, there was a lot of people that were like, hey, I think you made a mistake. You were supposed to... Because I think it it first unlocked only two stars, and then people were like, hey, I think you made a mistake. You were supposed to unlock it all the way. And I think Zen wound up doing just that for those people for for volume three. Um, Mm. But then when volume four came around... It was, no, it's, it's for two stars. And it clearly shows, now, I shouldn't say clearly. There is a bit it, of chicanery let's going visual on. Weight. Let's yeah. talk about visual weight, shall we? In, yeah. In that banner, because I, I made this comment, I think it was somewhere, but that the problem with that banner is, the thing that has the most visual weight is the buy now button. Correct. The big, the Correct. big throbbing button for buy now with the price on it. So you see buy two tables for... Nine ninety nine. Yep, fifteen ninety nine here in Australia. Um, but you go, oh, okay. I want to buy the tables. Cool. Click that. Buy it. Yep. Awesome. Good. But you don't see the thing that has less visual weight, but arguably more importance, which is two stars, clearly visible in each. Yes. Each clearly tile. visible. Yes. So if you cool your jets and you actually just take a little bit of time to understand what you're buying before you buy then you will understand what you're buying. How now, about that? <laughs> right? Now, now here's the other thing. What has changed is what those two stars get you. Because those That's two true. stars get you the ability to play the table as much as you want. Yeah. It also allows you to play it offline, which didn't used to be. That used to be a four-star thing. That's right, yeah. Um... So, what it does not get you, it does not get you the enhanced visuals, it does not get you pro difficulty, it does not get you uh, pro physics. That's all level 3. Level 3 and level 4. But this is Mm -hmm. where we've said, and again, I know we covered this (laughs) ground before, go ahead, if this is your concern, go ahead and buy the coins to be able to unlock visual enhancements and unlock... Pro div, uh, well, actually, pro physics is the, the important one, and it will mm. unlock across every table you own from now and into the future. Yeah, it's a one-time purchase. It's a one-time like purchase, a, and it's it's not it's not um, for the tables released now. It is from now and back in, back in time and forward in time. Right. Hmm. So, so that'll get that'll get you there. That'll get you there for the nine ninety nine price. Now, that's not bad. No. That's important to you. But I think it's it's people still can't wrap their heads around mobile application. They just want it to be exactly like Steam. It's like, by this point, haven't we gone over this ground enough to know that the mobile app is not going to be treated like Steam? 
or like right. the consoles or, or Nintendo or any of the consoles that you have. Like it is a different type of platform because it is meant to be a mobile game. Yes. In and all games mean in app purchases and right. freemium model. It's just how it is. Right. And the thing is, and I think this is probably the problem. People who are longtime Pimble Arcade supporters, they're still stuck in the mindset is I pay a DLC, I get the full game. That's how it works. Right. It's a different company. Yeah, it's different. a different paradigm. Deal with it. <laughs> now, here's the other thing. And this is kind of, I don't know. I, I read it from some of the people that I'm reading it from, and I'm just like, I know you're smarter than this because <laughs> I just know you are. Um, we've had conversations. But, okay, so like right now, well, it just ended, but Zen was running the limited time event, which was playing Monster Bash and earning Monster Bash parts. Yes, that exclusively. Has, exclusively. That has now gone away. And if, I imagine if I had been on top of it and had been doing it from since Tuesday, I would have been able to unlock the two stars. I, mm. I think because it only takes 15 stars to do that. As it is, I was only able to fifteen collect. parts. That's or fifteen bad, parts. It's five. It's five to. It's five to unlock to one, isn't it? One, yeah. And then ten to unlock to two. Yeah. No, that's no. It's fifteen that's... to unlock to two. Oh, so it's a total of twenty twenty parts altogether. Twenty parts altogether. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's probably achievable if you're dedicated enough to it. Yeah, which I was last the last release. I was dedicated enough, and I was able to do it. So that timed event is gone, right? So now if you play the regular daily challenges, you're still not earning parts for Monster Bash or Creature. There's a reason for that. <laughs> and that is Zen has not populated it into the regular daily challenge cycle. And you might be asking yourself, why is that? Well, why is that? Probably because there's going to be a limited timed event for Creature. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And it'll probably be to earn parts exclusively for Creature. And you might be like, well, I don't like that. That's, that's BS. No, the point is they're setting you up so that you have the parts to get to two stars so that you can play these tables whenever you damn well feel like it. So that's right. There, there's, there's methodology. This, again, this happened the last time. The last time... I think you were able to earn parts for all three tables at that, or no, excuse me, you were able to earn parts for two of the three tables. And people have the same question. Well, okay, well, I've got two of the tables up to two stars. How am I going to get the third one if you're never giving me parts? It took about a week after the timed event went away, and then all of a sudden they started popping up part of the rotation in the daily challenges, at which point a player like me, who already has all the tables unlocked and doesn't see table parts come up, as one of my rewards, instead I just get tickets, all of a sudden, bing, table parts are popping up again. Right, okay. And again, for a player like me, earning the rest of the table parts was easy because it was just like, all I had to do was play the first, the the basic and uh, advanced challenge, and I would just reset those after I played them, but I was getting probably... I could easily get 20, 25 parts in a day by just recycling like three times, I think. Which that's pretty good. Yeah, so it doesn't, it doesn't, it won't take that long. But just, mm. this is where it drives me batty. That this happened last time. Remember it. 
But you were probably so angry last time you didn't pay attention. I'm paying attention because I'm not angry. <laughs> um, so just give it a time. You're going to be able to collect the parts. Zen's not going to make it so that you can't collect parts. The only thing Zen didn't do this time, and I kind of appreciate it also, is that uh, last time you could either pay your $9.99 or you could have paid 250 stars or, yeah. Is that what we're earning? Coins. Coins. Smurf berries. Smurf berries. You could pay yeah. 250 Smurf berries and unlock everything to two stars that way. They didn't offer that this time. That's not there. No. Um, but clearly there's going to be a point where you're going to be able to earn parts for creature. I mean, that just would be absurd if you didn't. So just keep playing and kind of enjoy the app and <sighs> play the pinball. Well, isn't that why you're here? Yeah. Play, play the pinball that's on offer and freely available or switch over to arcade mode and just play the games nonstop. And it's uh, funny too, because it's like, I, I get it. If, if you're, only way to play these is mobile, and so it's frustrating that you want to be able to try these new tables. Um, for me, being able to play anytime I want on Steam, and then I get the mobile, and I have I have the exact opposite reaction. I'm just like, oh, cool, I'll just play Monster Bash for a while, and Creature will come in good time. But again, it's probably because I can pop in Creature whenever I want, so I don't know. That might just be my thing. Mm. Um... Have you had a chance to uh, mess around with them anymore, Jared? Yeah, I have been... Well, I decided to... I've been playing a bit on mobile just to sort of, you know, keep my, my hand in so we could actually talk about it this week. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's been okay. It's it's operating like it always is um, on mobile. Um, I found that the, the balls are slightly shinier in these couple new tables on mobile for uh, for me. They, they have more reflection. Yeah, they have more reflection in them. Well, they um, actually went and did some corrections because, uh, and I think this was already done on Android, but it hadn't been done on iOS. Uh, Theater of Magic specifically, the uh, inserts up at the top that were just hexagons of <laughs> yellow have now fully been rendered as they should be. So, Oh, and, that's good, yeah. Yeah, I know that they went and did some, uh, some tweaking. Oh, and... Uh, Medieval Madness, shooting the dragon ramp, way easier. And in Roadshow, you can now do a running shot and hit the uh, left, what is that, bridge out ramp at the back yeah, of the, the table. Left ramp, yeah. Yeah, which was you always would... a problem, mate. Yeah. yeah, the only way you were able to actually shoot it was if you caught the ball and shot, the, shot it, but you couldn't do it on a runner. And now you can do it on a runner. I tested that out the other night. Yeah. Um,. I haven't actually played the other tables. I've just been focusing on the ones that um, come up in the daily challenges because, you know, it kind of makes sense to do that if you're right. still hunting parts. Um, so, and also I don't, I basically just get guided by the tables that are coming through on the challenges because I've got Steam. Um, and if I want to play pinball properly, I go and play it on con on the PC. Um, <laughs> you, know what to... I, you know what I equate it to? It's, it's the difference between listening to music that you own and listening to the radio. Sometimes yeah. it's just fun to listen to the radio and see what magically pops up because you wouldn't have necessarily picked that as your next song or didn't yeah, know exactly. you were in the mood for it. Um, that's how I treat the mobile app with the daily challenges where it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll play that. I wouldn't, wasn't planning on it, but why not? I can spend sure. five minutes. 
and that's literally your investment in time like it's five minutes if you know if you don't like it it's going to be over in five minutes or less particularly if it's a one ball challenge <laughs> <laughs> one ball so, on safe cracker uh <laughs> oh yeah fun times yeah i've had a couple of like, a couple of the uh one ball challenges on creature haven't been so fun i'll tell you that much <laughs> um <laughs> so but yeah look i've been I've, I've played on both i i think it was fun going back onto steam again and and seeing what they've done for for creature i've noticed that they've got the little um spinning coins above the lanes so when you're actually in that area and your your ball is passing through the lanes you'll see the coins pop up and stay there for around three or four seconds um so and that's normally enough time because normally the ball will travel up and down through those lanes a fair bit in the pops because they're quite wide so the ball will have a chance of going back up and down through them so that, yeah and then those see. those coins are they're they're helpful in trying to identify what lane because you can only see two of the lanes you can't see all four lanes uh no that's right they're slightly obscured yeah so the uh the coins definitely help that also, if you notice on Monster Bash, same thing with the inlanes. If you're playing in non-visual enhancement, the insert lights are very difficult to see. If you play in insert or play in enhanced mode, there's like a red ultra-bright light <laughs> that fills up the entire lane. So it's really easy to, to determine which lane you need to uh, let the ball you know, move it over so the ball can go through and light. So yeah. that was one of those things I actually re- requested in beta um, that they do something to visually enhance that, and there it is. They shorten, they have, yeah, absolutely. It's it's definitely much better. Um, it kind of makes me definitely play more with enhanced uh, visuals on on these two tables, particularly because again, the, they did such a bang up job on those enhancements that they they're not. They're not out of the blue. They're not distracting. They fit the table theme very well and integrate mm. very well with the toys. Um, it's not cluttering the play field, except for when you're a multi-ball and having the the the, the, the gill the, walk around. <laughs> do you know, I think they have missed an opportunity on mobile, though. Like, with these, like, timed events that they had going on, they should have made the tables four-star visuals. Oh, so I have... I agree. I And then I've said this to them before, too, where it's like, hey, for the limited timed events, that's where you should be giving, yeah, let's play the pro physics. Let's see the visual enhancements. Do whatever yeah. you need to do so that the people can actually see what the yeah. what the big deal is about. Or, or even just make it so you can see the like less about the, the pro physics, although it's it's good to actually be able to try those out if you haven't had a chance on mobile. But at least the visuals on these, like uh, have the toggle switch, just give you a taste of what you can expect. You know, um, it just seems obvious to me. I don't know why they don't do it. Like it's a sell, it's a suggestive sell for upgrading. And yeah, I don't I don't that, know why they don't do it either. It's 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 what mobile's all about after all. So they're missing an opportunity there. Yeah, especially since there's a lot of people that, again, they just they don't know what they're grinding for. Mm. Um, you know, you you can read about it, but it's like, is it worth it? I don't know. I've never experienced it. Exactly, it's hard to like desire something you don't know you want to desire. Yeah. Um. So yeah, to all those people that are like, oh, you need to bring this up with Mel again, and. Uh, and raise these questions. We don't really because it's already been established. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with with mobile. 
Um, it is mobile is a different beast, and and people are going well. Why on why is it on Switch? You know, Switch is something you can take out and play around the place. But Switch is actually a console; it's not a mobile. So, although it, people it treat be, it like a mobile, <laughs> it's it's a portable. Yeah, there you go. Portable mobile. is the word. Yeah. So there is a distinct difference. Um, when it comes to the PC version, uh, have you discovered anything new about that, Jared, from uh, playing beta to now playing the the actual version? Uh, I didn't notice anything particularly jumping out. It might have just been some of those things we brought up in the in the last episode about censorship and stuff. Um, yeah, I think there might there. Really see. Somebody pointed out that I think they were saying there was an issue with the songs that for a little while on Creature it was stuck on only one song for the entire thing. Mm, okay, um, but I'm not. I don't really know. I don't have an answer for that one. Sorry. <laughs> I did notice something, and I think it's probably due to ROM state. But um, you know, where you're in the pop bumpers in Creature, that actually increases the jackpot that you can earn. Right. Um, what I'm unsure of, and I'm sure Pinball Wiz could probably pick me up on this, um, is whether that it carries over between ball or carries over between games. So it actually builds, or whether it's just for the game that you're in. I don't um, think it builds. I think it's only for the game you're in. I mean, yeah. God, if it if it was building for, it could be hundreds oh, of millions. Oh my God! Yeah, you kidding Imagine me? Imagine how lucrative that'd be. <laughs> I don't really have to imagine much because that's what I was doing when I was playing it in TPA. I would sit there mm. and build up that jackpot uh, before even starting multiball. Um, mm. I'd purposely crank up the jackpot, and I think I wanted it up around 70 to 80. What was it, 1,000? I can't remember what. Uh, million. Is it million? Okay, yeah, so million. I think I wanted it 70 to 80 million because then I would get the four time <laughs> four time multiplier on that and then you'd oh, yeah. hit the jackpot and so it'd be worth about 250 million and then you'd hit the super jackpot it would be worth 500 million and then i would be able to cycle through again on that same ball uh find the girl again do the next jackpot which would double all of that again so now Far i'm at, so now you're at Four or five hundred million for the regular jackpot, and then it would be a billion for the super jackpot. And then if you could do it one more time, it was just absurd. I mean, it was like just stacking points. That being said, I have yet to even hit super jackpot on creature with Zen's build. Yeah. Haven't hit it. Haven't even come close to hitting it yet. And I've not even. That's that's not even trying to bother increasing the multiplier. I'm just trying to get to the super jackpot, and I can't do it. And that's on regular Zen physics, isn't it? Not um, classic physics. Both. Throwing it on both. Oh, right. Can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah, it's, it's brutal, just like it should be. Which, yeah, exactly. It's like, that's what playing it in real life is like. A, jack a super jackpot should be something very rare to get in Creature. Uh, so... In fact, geez, I have a hard enough time getting up to multi-ball, so, um, yeah. I, I can get up to multi-ball pretty easily, and I can do it, depending on how the, the real machine is tuned <laughs> or is behaving, I can actually do it on a real machine, but juggling two balls on a real machine is just impossible Not for easy. me. Not easy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. 
okay, going over to the peanut gallery here, we have uh, AJ. Way to stay awake for us. Um, yeah. Can't believe you are insomniac much. Um, he, he, he posts on Whitewater the Vacation Jackpot thing resets each game. Yeah, that's because all of Zen's ROMs reset each and every time. Which is, I think he's. I think uh, he's referring to in real life. Oh, P- potentially. Okay, clarification needed, referee. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it really would be nice if if Zen did something about even just while you're playing that table, um, for however many games you play that table, that any progressive uh, reward would progress. Um. Yeah, like vault jackpots, for example, and safe cracker brutal. Like there, it's oh, hard yeah. to get a vault letter, but then have it reset every time. You've got to essentially have the game on for hours. Yeah, but it doesn't even help. Like it's. Uh... And I'm thinking that when you do eight ball deluxe, you know, it's collecting the deluxe letters. You, you nobody does that in one game. It, no. It's over the course of many games. Exactly. Now so, I yeah. do get it if you're playing tournament mode. Obviously, tournament resets the jackpot every time. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's that's a given. I actually think a lot of the games that um, I've, that are played at Netherworld, I think they always reset jackpots. They do a fair bit of tweaking before they when they put the games into tournament mode. So we're rarely playing on games that have carryover jackpots and stuff. Um, yeah, so they won't like, have carryovers. They won't have extra balls. Um, that's right. All that jazz. But, you know, certainly, that's that's different when you're just playing a regular game in Zen. Of course, you'd expect those things to be possible um, because they are part of a regular game. So, yeah, it would be nice for them to work out how to actually carry that state over. Jeez, I mean, they can do everything else in the game. They can intercept scores and control plunger strength and all this other stuff like in in the um, the time games and tournament games. So if they can't like essentially sniff out the DMD and work out what their score is and then carry that over or vault letters like, and then inject that back into the ROM, I- I'm surprised because... They can do everything else. <laughs> See, there, there is a question that we should try and remember to ask. Um, mm. <laughs> that that would be a valid question right there. Okay, the uh, referee has come back with his decision, and that is, uh, I was meeting in FX3. I haven't played a physical water yet. So, oh, yeah, he, right. Okay. That's what he was talking about. Um, there you go. I was shooting at an arcade on this TV show the other day. Uh, it was called Player One. It's in uh, North Hollywood. And I actually knew about this arcade because... Uh, do, you, do you know who uh, Jack Black is, Jared? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the so, actor slash magician. Yes. No, not not magician, musician. Musician. Um, I'm yeah. sure you can do some magic too. Um, I'm sure you can. He, he's got a YouTube channel called Jablinski Games that he actually uh, started with his sons. But then wound up kind of taking it over. Um, and he, one of the, he, he takes his kids to arcades all around Southern California all the time. And this happened to be one of the arcades that he, that he went to. So I knew of, of it, but uh, walk in and yep, they had all the video games set up and there were four machines, four pinball machines. And I was like, Ooh, and they were on free play. Oh, <laughs> But that was because we were shooting with them, and so they had the sound turned uh, all the way down. 
Um, but they so had they could replace it with the ding 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 dings like yes. always doing movies. Yes. So they had um, Black Knight and uh, Space Invaders and Firepower and oh god, what was the fourth one? It'll come to me. Mm. Oh, uh, uh, Grand Lizard. Oh yeah, right. Okay. And so then eighties eras. Yeah, and then they had two Williams EMs, which I never can remember what what those were. But no. then what was killing me? So those were what was going to be on camera. But what killed me was over in the section where they basically had shoved every machine that they weren't uh, going to be using, because basically they had to bring in also fake machines that could be featured on camera a lot more. <laughs> fake, fake machines. Okay. Yes, because even with the pinball, we couldn't feature Black Knight. Uh, I mean, other than in passing, we couldn't focus in on it. But we did. They had paid for Space Invaders, so they showed the characters oh. playing Space Invaders. Right, so you got to license the visuals per machine. Oh yeah, it's the same thing with you know when you see food on a TV show. They've got to license the food if it's a featured item. It's one thing if it's just in passing, but if right. it's featured, being used, or the camera settles on it for a long time, then it's got to get got to get cleared. Right. Um, so, what did I see in the cast-off section? They had a brand new Jurassic Park. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, I want to play it. They had it next to a Jurassic World uh, that was sitting there. And then they had Unplugged and being sold. Uh, they had uh, Doctor Who, mm. uh, Star Wars, and they had NBA Fast Break, oh. for which they were asking five grand. And I, for NBA Fast Break. And for NBA Fast Break. And even with it off and just sitting kind of dusty, I could tell it wasn't in the greatest of shape. And I'm like, five grand? You're nuts. <laughs> Watch someone buy it. Right. <laughs> and then somebody else pointed out that they had seen in yet another room uh, back where they, they had the new Black Knight game. Yep. Right, yeah. So I might just well, have to I go have... visit this place <laughs> when it's up and running normal. <laughs> So I have actually played the new Jurassic Park. They've got one at a pro version at Netherworld. Oh, very um, good. Yeah. And so it's uh, the, the most interesting part of the pro one is the way they've done the captive ball. So the captive ball is essentially a ball bolted into the play field like normal. But right. instead of having the ball in a like a channel, it actually rotates in 360 degrees on a pivot around um, around itself. So it'll flip one way and then it will flip the other way. And I think there's some interplay in how modes work or something whenever the ball is a certain way. So it's a, it's like a, almost like a, a two-position captive ball. It's really an innovative way of doing captive right. balls. Right, so it's isn't cool. though, so, it, so it's it's one ball mounted that do, yes. doesn't move, and then the other ball is mounted on the on the thing that spins on the post, right? Yeah, so, pretty much. So more or less it's croquet. Oh uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it, it it is a bit like that, and it's um it's it's cool. They've got like um I think they've got the one of the trucks on the top of the mechanism, so it's almost like a U shape. So there's a um, uh, it uses a similar mechanism to the crane on Batman sixty six, 
um, which has like a little spring-loaded sort of a thing to like dampen the the shock of the ball hitting. Right. So um, uses a similar mechanism to that, but it's like all in this little pivot, and it's it's kind of cool. Um, the the pro has got enough stuff on it that I don't think you're going to get bored with it. But of course, you know the the premium's got the the T Rex that eats your ball and no, the T Rex goes ah, and then throws your ball somewhere on the table to damage it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> to, to to crack plastics and make the operator pissed off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it's a great feature. Great feature. A very good um, after sales feature because you'll be constantly replacing plastics on it. Yeah. <laughs> was it was it an interesting uh, table to play though? Yeah, it was. It was actually pretty good. It was. Um, uh, the problem is, it was in the in the tournament, and I'd never seen it before. Some people had managed to get three plays on it somewhere else in Brisbane, um, like on on another one that's in Brisbane. But I, I'd never touched it before in my life. Um, and a, the tip I got apparently is if you go for chaos, remember chaos in the Dutter East Jurassic Park is what you get after you um, shoot. Um, for multi-ball and you get a jackpot you can go chaos and you'll get like chaos multi-ball i think so chaos is still in the game but it's used differently but apparently if you go you got to spell chaos in order and if you do that you get big points but it's not as easy as it sounds i would think it would be uh jay uh popped in and once didn't says that uh you mean if it's branded food they only show it clearly if the brand pays the tv program no that's product placement <laughs> so clearances is the TV show going to the brand and saying, hey, we want this to be shown basically because it's to help with the reality of something. You know, when everything is instead of Cheerios, it's Roundios. You immediately as a viewer go, hey, that ain't reality. Uh, yeah. and, and it brings you out. So they want to be just like, well, no, it's going to be Cheerios, and they'll talk with you know the the manufacturer of that and be like, hey, we just want it. Do we have clearance to actually feature your your brand? And the show can be like, yeah, sure, that's fine. Now, if the show yeah. goes, oh, but we want it to be part of the episode, and that this particular character loves Cheerios and makes an announcement of that. Well, then. The food company will actually be paying the production to feature it because it's right. brand placement. And brand placement is usually painfully obvious. <laughs> yeah, because it's like you see it all the time in reality TV, right? Like you see they they might be and it's bad over here in Australian reality TV, but I'm sure it's the same in US where they will actually have like a product shot, a long like dwelling product shot on that on that product and it's like you know turned around so the label is really facing the camera and often the the two reality tv stars will actually be interacting with the product or doing something with the product so uh well i remember really product placement so way back in the day i worked on a, a show called alias and oh, yeah. the, jennifer garner yes who's really sweet um yeah. he did a shot where they were like, "Hey, yo, we gotta catch that car. Let's go into this Ford Focus GTX." And you're like, "What?" <laughs> and then so they hop in the car, and the car. So our camera's down low, and the car's kind of in front, and the car backs up into a perfectly framed shot of the logo, and then the car takes off forward. And it was just like, 
Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's just terrible. And then, and then, like, I was just noticing that there's a uh, a show I watch a car show called Bitchin' Rides that I watch, and they were ordering parts, and they're like, off Mopar. What? No, no, no. That would be a specific brand. No, it was. Um, well, let's call Rock Auto Parts and and. and Oh, or no, it was Original Parts Group. They're, they're like, boy, Original Parts Group really came through for us, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Oh, look, look, we got this. We should just, you know, whenever we need anything, we should always check Original Parts Group first. And, the, 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 and I've noticed this over the past couple of episodes. It's like, oh, my God, obviously they got a paid sponsor. And the last episode, yeah. the the guy that owns the whole company, um, the Kindigit, or Kin, the Dave Kindig, he's... He's doing this line reading. He does it, and then he goes like this to the camera. He goes, <laughs> just kind of wink, raise the eyebrow. He's like, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, that's funny. So, at, least they, at least they can self-deprecate that much that they know. Yeah, come on. I think it's blind Freddy can tell that it's a paid, a paid sponsorship. So, <laughs> But it's like you're not going to turn down that kind of money. I mean, James Bond movies are notorious for product placement. Oh, everything in it, like from like champagne to oh, champagne, you know, the watch, the cars. Uh, yeah, it's like everything. Phones. There's like gratuitous product stocks in all the modern bonds of uh, phones, and them using the the phones to actually do it, and not you know phone movie phone interfaces, but actual product interfaces that are production live. Well, that was where phones. everybody with the Matrix when the Matrix first came out, and it was that phone that Nokia, Nokia. made, and it didn't exist, and everybody was like, you're idiots. Why didn't you make... That should have been for sale the day that movie came out. Absolutely. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and the, reason, the reason why it makes financial sense to do this stuff is because, like, in the case of a Bond movie, well... BMW, if that's the car that's being featured, will then run ads for your movie about BMW and be like, see the new BMW and you know, James Bond, whatever. Yeah. Well, do you know, I mean, many times movies spend more money on the advertising and the marketing of the movie than the movie actually cost. Oh, yeah, that's where the budget comes in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's silly. It, 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 to me, it's like, wait, so you spent... 200 million to make this movie and I see there's 200 million on screen and then you're going to spend 200 million to advertise it. Mm. Kind of weird. So, you know, getting, getting sponsors and, and co co-branded um, sponsorship deals in, it saves a fair bit of money uh, <laughs> for the studios. The, the classic, the, the funny example is, uh, so Seinfeld, the TV show was notorious for, he had all of his boxes of cereal and he was always eating you know, from the boxes of cereal. And at that time, when that show came out, it was very common for, we call it greeking out uh, a product, which means... Greeking out. Greeking yeah. out. So you're basically covering part of the logo with a piece of tape or changing a, the shape of the logo so oh. that you can't 100% say that, you know, that product was there, but it was it was greeked out. It was altered. It was festered. Um, festered. Yes, festered. <laughs> uh, see, it doesn't just happen in pinball. And um, Seinfeld was like, 
well, no, I don't want that. That that it's silly. It brings me out. I'm just gonna. I don't care. We're not even gonna ask for clearance. I'm just gonna put the cereals up there, and <laughs> and so they did, and they got a call from one of the cereal manufacturers Kellogg's or something. Right, and and they were they were like, did did you guys get clearance for that? Do do we miss? I don't know. I don't. Do, do we have clearance for that? And they were like, no, we didn't. We didn't get clearance. And they're like, oh. Well, we're, we're fine with your our cereal being on there. And they're like, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Fine. <laughs> right. Which yeah. is, and you know, I think I've mentioned this before here on this on this podcast, but it's been a while. Um, the the infamous Junior Mints episode, where the Junior Mint get they're watching a lot, you know, a live um, what do they call it the the surgery theater, you know, where you're able to watch surgery happening. They call that oh, the theater yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And Kramer accidentally drops a junior mint into the body that yes, they're operating yes. on. Do you think they got clearance from junior mints to do that? Of course I not. I wouldn't think so, no. No, because junior mints is like, we don't want our product being associated with a botched surgery. They did it, didn't ask for permission. Junior mints saw their sales skyrocket before they could complain, and so they didn't bother complaining. They went, meh. Because, nah. you know, Seinfeld back in the day had the pull. Like, it was a hugely syndicated show. It was seen everywhere. If you had a television, it was on it. Yeah. So, like, for, for a company to just have, a like, a product shot in it, like, that's just organic marketing right there. That's money in the bank. Even if it was used in a questionable way, people don't care. Like, they go, oh, yeah, junior mints. When they go to the aisle, that seed is planted. And they go, oh, yeah, if I want mints, I'll grab some junior mints next time. And and the one that is, I think, most famous, uh, literally, is the movie E.T. Uh, because they went to M and M's and said, "Can E.T. collect M and M's off the ground?" And Hershey went, "Uh no, your movie sounds stupid. We don't want to be associated with that. It's gonna probably bomb." And so they went with Reese's Pieces, and basically that made Reese's Pieces popular enough that they've never money. they made a boatload of money in Reese's Pieces sales and if it hadn't have been for that movie you probably wouldn't be able to be eating Reese's Pieces today probably not no like they even we have this golf place that's um called Holy Moly and it's like one of those you know it's an indoor golf mini golf center and one of the holes is a, a themed hole about E.T. and you have to shoot around the Reese's Pieces on the ground to actually get to the hole, like it's 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 brilliant, <laughs> you know. They they're very smart to to like if you reject the ability to be in a movie these days as a brand, I don't think you've actually got your head screwed on right. No, I will say it's not like M and M's is hurting for saying oh, no. No. <laughs> no, of course not. Like you know, I think they're doing okay, but uh, Reese's Pieces, you know, like absolutely picked one off the ground there. It's just like picking hundred dollar bills off the floor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's why you know. Hey, hey, look, Jared. We've worked in movies, snacks, and pinball all into one podcast. Um, we we did it. This is a uh, a full show this, this time for sure. It, it does what it says in the box. We we got the hat trick. Um, we sure did. <laughs> and now I forgot what my point was. That's okay. Um, there's no point. You know. All right. So. You know what, Mike? I can feel my voice getting a lot more crackly. I'm going to call it here. Um, good, idea. good idea. Yeah, right. So basically the moral of this episode is quit your bitching about the mobile app. 
<laughs> yeah, basically. And if you don't like it, go to a platform that doesn't have IAP. Case closed. Ta-da! Like, you, you can get like a, a switch now, um, like one of the um, the new version switches with without all the detachable stuff for like a lot less than a one with all the detachable stuff and the ability to connect to the TV. Go and get a switch. It's good. And then like, you'll be able to play other games too. Of, yeah, you've got a lot of really interesting um, like pinball games on there that I haven't seen on any other platform either. So I would, if I was looking for an alternative to mobile, that I would be strongly considering a Switch. Um, Jared, Jared keeps on talking about it. It's in his future. I just know it. Uh, no. Well, you know what I actually got? I got a, um, a Nintendo DSi free from a friend. And have a guess what I did. I went immediately and put a, um, a SD bootloader on it and went to a totally official site and downloaded a whole pile of ROMs and uh, started testing those ROMs out to make sure they work properly. And turns out they do. So, <laughs> <laughs> But it's kind of cool to have one. Like, uh, like just something you can pick up and, and move around with. And like it's designed to be, essentially, when you close the lid, it just pauses the game. And well, as long as you've got power in it, you can pick how, it old is your, how old is your son? Uh, uh, Zachary's nine and Sienna's six. Yeah, video game systems in your future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jared is going to co-opt it. <laughs> Be like, sorry, yeah, exactly. kids, I had to take it on the train. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, that switch. No, you can't take that to school, but I can take it to work with me. Uh, have you done your homework? Have you done your homework yet? Sorry, you can't have that. Nope. Yeah. No, nope, can't have yeah. it. All right. So we're going to call that an episode. Uh, hey, why don't you go ahead and follow us? It's been right there, the entire podcast, the uh, the old at Blockade for Twitter. Or you can uh, follow me. Watch this. Here we go. And or I hit the wrong. There it is. Shut your traps. That's I, I didn't do it smoothly. Damn it. Um, or Jared gets the old... No, I did the wrong one. There it is, at Jared Marks. Um, <laughs> and uh, make sure you visit the website. That is blockadepinball.com slash episodes, and that's where you'll find all of our uh, previous episodes. Of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, so that then you can visually watch us make the magic happen. And mm. I totally encourage you to... Make that sausage. Yeah, make the sausage. Uh, go to uh, Twitch TV or twitch.tv underscore or you know, slash blockade underscore pinball. underscore pinball. There you go. Uh, follow our yeah. channel and then you can watch please, live. Please enjoy this delicious word salad that we just provide. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> because, I mean, hey, if if Jay there who lives over in uh, uh, apparently not Scotland like I thought, but uh, in jolly old England uh, can be up at the middle of the night watching us, so can you. Um, yeah. Alright, right, programming note. No podcast next week because my boy is getting his secondary black belt. So I'm going to be busy, 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 busy. Awesome. Plus I'm working, of course. But uh, <laughs> So that'll be uh, not happening next week. Mm, by that point, though, by the time we come back around and do the next podcast, we'll see just how many uh, table parts I've been able to collect and give mm. an update on the mobile app that way. Yeah. All right. Until then, Jared, what else might we talk about the next podcast? A high probability of stuff and things. Correct. All right. Until then, folks. Bye-bye. <laughs>